Welcome to our podcast, Shockers Learning Out Loud, where we talk about the fear, the excitement, the setbacks, and most importantly, the accomplishments that come along with being an adult learner. That was your host, Dr. Pamela O'Neill, and I'm your co-host, Dr. Amber Anderson, and we are the Office of Online and Adult Learning. Although our department merged happened recently, Pam and I have been having fun collaborating for years. We have one goal at WSU, and that's to advocate for our online and adult learners. Our adult learners are working full-time jobs, caretaking for a family member, raising a family themselves, and involved in the community. So needless to say, their time is limited. And we know that, and we feel you guys. Our office wants to advocate for your success. So stay tuned for the voices of your adult learning peers as we unpack funny fails, inspiring wins, and mostly the adult learning experience. As usual, I'm your host, Dr. Pamela O'Neill, and with me today is... Your co-host, Dr. Amber Anderson, and... Oh, I'm Chad Steinkamp. From admissions! (laughs) Chad, what's your title in uh, admissions real quick? I I am the Director of Transfer, Adult, and Military Recruitment in Office of Admissions. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. Uh, Chad, we've worked together for a number of years now, right? Uh, Yeah. Since 2015, I've known Chad. How long have you known Chad? Two years? Yeah. Three years? I'm kind of new to the group. Two to three. Okay. Yeah. But I very much yeah. enjoy Chad. New, yeah. new to the group, but most important person in our group. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and so one of the reasons we wanted to bring Chad on was kind of talk about some of the myths. Myths? Myths? Myths. Admission myths. Mm. Yes. Particularly, especially for our adult learners. Um, Chad, how long have you been in that role at WSU? Um, just right about 10 years. Wow, yeah. so you know everything there is to know about admissions. <laughs> admissions at Wichita State. Not everything. I'm always learning stuff every day. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So when you're talking to our adult learners, and I know like you and I have talked, you can almost see the nervousness in their face. Mm-hmm. So what is one of the first things you might say to our adult learners when they're coming in and you see that they're kind of nervous, kind of scared. Yeah, what would you say their biggest fear is? Yeah, I just try to make them feel at ease at first. I think their biggest fear is the unknown, really, and what they're getting into. Because I think a lot of, since I come back to school, are really thinking about how they're going to be in class with people a little bit um, younger than them. They don't know how I'm going to fit in. How am I going to work out my schedule with my family, my kids, my full-time job? So I think it's just right off the bat, really just put them at ease that no matter what your life looks like, um, that they can do it. Right. I mean, it's very possible, and they're not the only one. So yeah. they're not the first person to walk through our door as right. a adult student and want to do this and, and take on this this challenge. Um, so but I think the big thing is just convincing that they can do it. It can be done. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and you're not the oldest person in the world right. to be a student. Yeah, yeah. That's a big <clears throat> fear. Yes. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of students will come in and say, "Well, I'm this old. I don't think I can do it." I was like, "Well, you're never too. One, you're never too no. old no. to right. to go back to school, even if it's for one class or if it's for a full degree. You're you're definitely never too old to to try it out." So one of the things that you know, um, you said when you were talking a little bit earlier was that they're afraid they're going to be the youngest or the oldest, oldest person in the mm-hmm. class. And you know what? <clears throat> And the other part was not fitting in. Mm-hmm. Myth number one may be true. You might be the per- oldest person in the class. As someone who has been there as the oldest person in the class and someone who has taught 
Um, yeah, you might be, but it's a strength. Mm. And don't worry about fitting in because you will. You are mm. probably going to become more of a leader. leader. Yes, yeah. in the class. Yeah. So I... Yeah. I feel like we're myth busting over you here. Right? Aren't yes. We? You, you may be the oldest, but you could possibly be the coolest. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because our oldest one, um, we've named a lounge after. So uh, the Joe Stone Lounge, where we happen to be recording this podcast. So, yeah, you may be the coolest one. Good point, Chad. What else you got there for myths? Uh, let's see. I made a list. She's a good list maker. Is it true, Chad, that. <laughs> The only students admissions is attracted to are students who are straight A. No, no, four point Yeah, no, I think I think the benefit with we do have some guidelines as far as admission side goes, right. um, but typically we just want to want to include all students. We have a really high acceptance rate at Wichita State, so we're just looking at a couple of things. So like with adult students mainly, it's really simple for adult students to get in. Yeah. I mean, if you have transfer hours, you just have to have that 2.0 transfer GPA. If you have no transfer hours, you just have to have graduated at high school. So Or have a GED. Or have a GED, yeah. And even if, if you just graduated high school, it doesn't matter what you did in high school. You know, it doesn't matter what your ACT. We don't need test scores as an adult student. So we try to make it as easy as possible. Good. That was my next uh, myth mm-hmm. was that you ha- they had to have a perfect or high SAT or ACT score, and that scared yeah. people away. It does. It does. I have a lot of students that will, adult students that will hit me up like, yeah, I, I took my ACT 20-plus years ago. How do I get that <laughs> score? It's like, you don't need to worry Same about it. Matter. It doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> it doesn't right. matter. I can even tell you where to find it. Um, but yeah, it doesn't matter. When you're an adult learner, the big thing we're just going to look at is, is did you graduate high school? Did you get that GED? And it'll kind of build off from there. Well, Chad, let me give you, and I know that we've worked on this scenario before. Let's say I've got a 25, 30, 35-year-old student that comes to me or even to you or Amber or whatever and say, you know what, when I went to school, I was there to party. And they will tell you that. And they're, they're mm-hmm. kind of embarrassed, but they're coming back. And so their GPA may not be at that 2.0, and they're thinking maybe they can't get in. Is that true? Yeah. No, that's not true either. So we, we have ways. We have ways to, to work with each student. We have an exceptions process, which is kind of like an appeal process, because um, that happens. We have a lot of adult students that have been out of the college game for years, and like pretty much most first years, it didn't go mm-hmm. very well. <laughs> well, it might have gone well for them, but not <laughs> for academics. Yeah, but not academic <laughs> side. But not academic <laughs> side. So they're like, well, do I even apply? Do I even waste my time? Like, yes, right. still try. Still try because yes. we have this exceptions process. That's what we're here for. Um, yeah, to try to help them through that. And really, it's just one extra step. Basically, they just tell us our story. And we know adult learners are great at telling stories, yeah. Yeah. which is fantastic. So basically, you're just writing down your story of why, what happened your first year two, why you think it happened, and then why you think you'd make a good student now at Wichita State. And so we're... We'll work with you and hopefully get you admitted through that process as well. So there's so if you don't meet the criteria, don't let that stop you mm-hmm. um, from moving forward with whatever your goals are. Still come in and ask questions. Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. Yes. So uh, another myth was that, um, and I think this was written for first year students, but loading up on extracurriculars is always the best option. And I think for our adult learners, that would be loading up on 
the max course level is yeah. the best option. And, yeah. Uh, I would say that is not. Yeah, I, I don't think it is. <laughs> so. so do most adult learners do full-time? Do they come back part-time? Mm. What, what vibe do you... So pretty much the vibe I get is more of... If, if they go full time, it's usually lower level full time. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, there's there's full time, then there's really really full time. So if you're full time, you're just taking about four classes a semester. Um, for most adult students, that's pretty manageable, especially with all the options of online classes, sure. evening classes, weekend classes, that sort of thing. Um, some might just come in. I do get a lot that just want to do part time. Hey, I just want to get my feet wet. I want to get right. used to this whole process yes. of going back to class. Let's try one class. Yeah, that's how exactly it how I am. Yeah, yeah. Let's she try. Knows the story. Yeah, yeah. Let's try one class. Let's get my feet wet. Let's see how that one class works with going to class, studying, still spending time with my family. And if that works, all right, maybe I can build up another class or another two classes. And, and so we get a lot of students that do that that are just aren't ready to dive in full time, which is totally fine. You know, mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna help them through that process either way. It's so true. I think that's part of success in college for me it was knowing when to not take classes right yeah um, and and chill out for a second well and chill out and so what I found you know I was in high school I wasn't particular particularly good (laughs) with math and so when it came to college algebra that's all I took and I took Mm -hmm. it in the summer and I'm glad I did it that way because I could concentrate on college algebra Turns out yeah. I wasn't that bad at it. Just out of practice. Out of practice, yeah. <laughs> and I think yeah. that's really good advice for some of those subjects that you're just not really comfortable with to take those by themselves is a whole different game. I remember in my time of <laughs> going through the whole college thing, I had to take biology on its own in the summer yeah. because science is not my strong point, but it worked out well because it was the only class I had to worry about. And so I think a lot of adult learners could benefit from that too by just taking those one or two classes that are really going to be a challenge for them and kind of separate those from the others. Right. So um, I'm going to take us off a little script off script a little bit. Uh, every summer, Chad and I, and I think you've been there with us, Amber, we do these adult learner info sessions. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you talk to us a little bit about those info sessions, Chad, and what they do? Yeah, so typically uh, the Office of Admissions works really closely with online and adult learning here at Wichita State, and we put together just a couple of small events um, on our main campus, and then, of course, a couple of our satellite campuses, which is in West Wichita and South Wichita, Um, and we just sent invites to adult learners that want to gather more information about what we have to offer, so about Wichita State in general, the admissions process, learn more about online classes, the adult learning resources, Um, and then we invite you just to meet with us in person, and we really kind of like to open up for Q&A, Right. Uh, one thing I love about adult learners is they have lots of questions. Sure. And they and, aren't afraid to ask And they're them. not afraid, right, right. I mean, you get these high school kids that are just not, don't want to speak up, but adult learners, I love them because right. they speak up. They, mm-hmm. they, they say what's on their mind and what questions Time they have. Time is money, and we're going to ask the questions we need to ask, and right. and then yep. we're going to leave and do the next thing we well, have to do. Well, and I think list. they understand, like, you know, myself, when I was coming, it was like, okay, this is money I'm spending, mm-hmm. and I'm going to make sure I get my money's worth. And so it was asking the questions. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. you come to the table with that idea that, you know, um, I'm going to learn everything I can, and so I'm going, and that takes asking a question mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. And, and from what we do uh, we love our questions oh yeah I mean, we, we don't do what we do without the questions so we want to make sure that you guys ask those questions and giving you guys the opportunity the adults the opportunity at these programs to come in person and ask us those questions 
Um, and it's mainly more of a Q&A session. I mean, it turns right. out to be about 30 minutes of us presenting, mm-hmm. uh, but then the rest of the time we're there for up to an hour longer just right. answering questions and visiting with students and what their concerns are and, and busting some of these myths that, that we're bringing up. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. What you got on that list? Amber has a list over here. Another and fear, I think, okay, here we go. Uh, is, has to do with the application process and saying, thinking or believing that family duties and family responsibilities and work responsibilities won't be worth much when written down on your application. Is that anything taken into um, consideration as far as applying? Um, not really, not really. So the only time we really look into that is if you went through like the accept, had to go through the exceptions process. Right. So gotcha. if for some reason we didn't admit you based off of past GPA or transfer GPA, um, just because we have to go by what the Kansas Board of Regents tells us to. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the exceptions process is really up to us. So if we go through that exceptions process, then we may ask or you may tell us some situations that are going on with family, what's taking up your time, and kind of some things um, that we will definitely take in consideration when it comes to getting you admitted through that process. But the initial application process, we really don't. Yeah. Well, and through the application process, what you don't. But those kind of are the kind of questions that you just addressed, Amber, or mm-hmm. you're talking about. Um, having those answers ready to go for uh, our OSHA scholarship form mm-hmm. or for yeah. our OSHA scholarship is really good. Talking about the families, that's what we want to know or the OSHA scholarship committee wants to hear about. So those things are very important, I would mm-hmm. say, when it comes to filling out scholarship. Maybe not for the application, but having those stories and those things ready to go and being able to write out a an essay really oh, yeah. quick, Eric. It's a, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Next would be right. receiving a rejection from admissions is far more likely than getting in. Um, True or false? <laughs> false. So like I said before, we have a very high admissions rate. Um, so we want you to be students here at Wichita State. I mean, right. it's dumb for us to kind of not accept you on some things that we should be accepting you on. So, you know, like I said, we'll work with you if for some initial reason based off like a transfer GPA or something that you don't initially get admitted, um, that could happen and you will receive, actually receive that denial email or that denial phone call, which is kind of a gut punch in a way. Yeah. Just keep in mind that we'll follow that up with some other options to get you in because, like I said, we want to work with you. And, right. And we have, I want to say we're close to 80, maybe 90% acceptance rate here at Wichita mm-hmm. State, so it's really high. So chance of you right. getting a denial letter or denial from us is pretty low. But there's still options to work. And there's still towards. options towards yeah. it. Yep. I love that. Yep. I do too. Yeah. Um, so we're, what a, did you say, almost halfway through our little list here, but I'm going to throw something fun. Dude. All right. So I, I I spent the morning with Chad in meetings, and you know what I heard, Amber? Oh what no they no call no Chad? no! What? Do you no. have a nickname or something? Yeah, he's Chad Dad. Chad Dad? Why? They can. Because <laughs> <laughs> your dad vibes. Because my dad vibes. <laughs> so they they consider me the dad of the office because I'm constantly checking in with my folks and make sure they're have, go get their lunch and, <laughs> and they're taking care of them. So, By the way, so, I, I wish everybody could see this. Yeah. Chad turned about three shades of yeah. red over here yes. and I'm loving yes. it. But yes. one of the reasons I asked that, um, that's 
kind of the vibe we get from you, Chad, and that's why I think um, our adult learners really enjoy their time here, why they enjoy coming to meet with you, because yeah, you we care about your story. Care about mm. you as a person. When you mm. come in, yes, you're a student. You're not just a number, mm. though. People like Chad are. There are a lot of them here, mm -hmm. and he does give off those dad vibes. <laughs> Chad, uh, dad. Chad, dad. I'm always going to read. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, do you have any? Dad jokes for us, Chad. Yeah, oh my gosh! To put you on the spot. To see, put me on the spot. Yeah. He does have a graduate this oh, weekend. Oh, that's yeah, right. My yeah, daughter's so graduating high school this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Dad so vibes. The, dad, the dad vibes is running low <laughs> this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, graduating the daughter is kind of draining, but uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. I, I did tell one to my son the other day. He said, "What's the difference between an alligator and a crocodile?" Oh, I might uh, have an idea. I but... think Pam, I know. Like yeah. the weight, no. body weight. One no. says "see you later," the one says "after a while." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, dad, dad joke. joke. Yes. Dad well, joke. Well, well, All right. Yeah. So let's give there. it. Let's <laughs> give a second for them to laugh and applaud. Okay, and so moving on. And moving on. <laughs> Next myth: Are there any recommendations as far as uh, people having letters of recommendation written? Or does that depend on the program that they're applying to? Yeah, not really. I mean, for the mission side, there's no there's no letter recommendations required. Okay. Uh, there may be for, like, with the scholarship opportunities, with the OSHA scholarship, but maybe mm -hmm. also with um, a different program on campus, there might be a requirement. But for general admissions to Wichita State, no, there's no requirements. Um, and I think the one good thing about the application process to Wichita State, it gets you admitted to the university, but more than likely it's going to get you admitted to your program as well. Yeah. There's a few separate programs on campus that will require a separate application once you're admitted to the university, but that's few and far between. Right. So most of the colleges, like if you're a business, engineering, um, you can just apply for admissions, you'll get to the university and get specifically into that program. Awesome. Yeah. I think another thing that people like to do is attend um, tours, mm -hmm. and you do those. <clears throat> yep. Yes. Do you feel like students who can't be on campus regularly or can't attend a tour uh, are missing out or I, it depends on your comfort level disconnected yeah I don't think you necessarily feel disconnected or you're missing out because really I mean I love this campus and for some people it may seem like a huge campus but really you can find your way around pretty quickly um, so I'm not gonna say you're missing out I say I think it's helpful mm -hmm. for sure if you can come for a campus visit and do a tour uh, visit with myself or one another staff member in admissions. Um, I think that's super helpful just to get an idea of what you're getting yourself into, especially as an adult learner. If you've been out of it for a while and been out of that college scene for a while, um, it's definitely a good uh, way to start if okay. you can. If you can figure out how to get on campus and kind of just check it out, you can even check it out yourself. We're a public university, so you can come on campus at any time and kind of tour it around yourself. But if you want a more formal one, just let us know. Sure. Perfect. Yeah. So I'm looking at this, these myths, and Chad, you know, because we've worked together and we've done these info sessions, and um, one of them on here I feel maybe not so much a myth, but just let me read this here. Um, private or Ivy League colleges are just too expensive. Now, that might be for them, but still, 
let, let's not beat around the bush. An education is not uh-huh. cheap. <clears throat> but what do you always tell our audience members that attend these info sessions? Yeah, so one, one message I want to get across is, is when you see the, the price of college, don't let that hinder your decision. Don't let that right. make or break what you decide to do. That's because scary. It scary. is scary. Um, it, it's, there's so many options to help with scholarships, financial aid, just other opportunities to help with the cost. Try not to let that be the main factor of why you don't attend, um, just because of what the options out there. It's kind of like when you shop for a car and you see the sticker price of the car. Yeah. Typically, you're not going to pay the sticker price of the car. You can usually negotiate that, figure that out. And same with college. There's scholarships. There's financial aid. There's ways to help that cost. Um, and that's why we're here too, as well. You know, between myself and Amber and Pam, you know, we, we can help mm-hmm. find opportunities or at least get you to the right people that can help you find opportunities to help pay for that. Right. Um, I just hate to hear, one thing I really, really hate to hear, and I've been in this game for a long time, is I'm not going to school because I can't afford it. Right. One way or the other, you can't afford it. It's yes. just figuring out your resources. Figuring out yes. mm-hmm. what you're going to do, yeah. your plan. Yes, because we do have a lot of ways to help, and I think, I feel like more and more scholarships mm-hmm. are becoming more popular. We have more mm-hmm. of them. Um, you also talk, and it's not on my little myth buster here, but um, it is one way um, or something that I found as an adult learner that internship mm-hmm. is a good way even to earn money now. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong, Chad? No, you're, you're right. You're right. Internships have come a long ways. I mean, a lot of internships that you can get in now are all paid. Mm-hmm. So not only can you get, of course, paid for this internship, but it gives you an opportunity to network, get yourself out there, market mm-hmm. yourself. Plus, build connections in the profession that you may want to get into um, by going through these internship opportunities. And like I mentioned before, with them paying, back back when I was going to school, there was no such thing as paying internships. It was all, right. <laughs> you volunteered your time, you did coffee runs, you <laughs> did whatever you need to. We are the DoorDash back then in sure. the days. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but there was no paid opportunities. But now, anymore, there's just a lot of paid opportunities. And there's even some companies on campus that are putting up buildings that are working with our students to... So it's convenient for you to just walk across campus and you can start your internship. Right, yeah. And I think they these companies really um, will see the value of an adult learner with an internship because they know what these students bring in. And they as, know what skills they're looking for. Right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, There's, absolutely. And, and I think with adult students, they may favor the adult students too because the adult students is a little bit more older a little more mature and plus has maybe some other life experiences that they can share with these companies that a lot of the younger college crowd may not be able to is there a success story that you've experienced with students oh wow i know that you probably help a lot of students cross those barriers whatever they are sure you know all the fears the cost whatnot but is has there been any students that have yeah, I, I honestly can't think of anyone specific, mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to be honest with you, but success for me for an adult learner is actually get them admitted and enrolled. Once I find out they're admitted and enrolled, unfortunately, they really don't have ties with our office anymore. Yep, they come to us. Um, yep, they, move that's, on, yes. they move on yes. to the next best Gosh. thing um, and work with Amber and Pam for sure. Um, so unfortunately, I lose track mm-hmm. of where they go, but... But just to see them go through the process and to work with them to get them through that process and for them to see them, okay, they've already been admitted, they got enrolled in their classes. I mean, to me, that that is a good success right there for an adult right. learner that um, I want to see them go through. And I, and I love 
you know, working with Amber and Pam and being able to hear some of their stories. And then also when I help with like the OSHA scholarship and right. Adult Learner of the Year awards, I get to see some of these adult students that, oh yeah, I recognize you. I remember yeah. you coming through our office and right. working with your application and getting you in. And now look at you now, you're an OSHA scholar right now. And mm-hmm. so, so that, that's exciting for me. So Chad, a um, couple weeks ago, maybe in months now, time is so gets away from me. We had a, an adult learner in here, Cynthia Pizzini, and she remembered you. And so, yeah, um, there are success stories all yeah. over. And yeah. yeah, you touch a lot of lives. Yeah, even if you're the front end of it, you yeah. solve a lot yeah. of problems for people. Right, right. Yeah. So um, your job does not go unnoticed yeah. by any of us. And we, we certainly love working with yeah. Chad, don't yeah. we? Yeah, but now from now on, the it's Chad going to be dad. Chad Dad. I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, I I think on Teams meetings, I'm going to be Chad Dad. Chad Dad. Yeah. <laughs> so it is. Poor fun. Chad. He used to work with us. No, you know, I, I love working with these two. I mean, they they make my job exciting. So you right. guys totally make my job exciting. So Good. working with you guys and working with the same goals in mind, the kind of the yep. same idealizations. Um, it's just been awesome. So I've had an yes. opportunity to travel with Amber and Pam to different conferences, and <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just those, ad- yeah, just yeah, those adventures yeah. themselves have been totally right. worth it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's been a great opportunity. It's been a lot of fun, and I enjoy working with these adult learners. I think it's just working with adult learners is just a different breed, right? Um, and a different kind of, I guess, rush for me because working. I used to work with so back in my early days of recruitment. It was yeah, I was going to ask if it's yeah. always been adult learners. It has not. So, so this is my twenty fifth year in admissions, but not at Wichita State. I was at Butler Community College before, so and worked with your typical high school student, mm-hmm. which is great. Which right, is great. Right. So I didn't start different working breed. with it, right, yes. right, yeah. different breed. Uh, so I really didn't start working with adult learners until I came to Wichita State. Um, I worked with a few at Butler, mm-hmm. uh, but not as much as here. And then I, I also wouldn't trade it. Um, because I love hearing their stories. I think right. that's big for me, and I love adult learners because they share their stories. They're not afraid to share their stories, and I know they're here because they want to be here. Yeah, and they want to root for other adult learners. Mm-hmm. They want to give tips and tricks, and they want to talk about their successes. And so I just mm-hmm. thought of something. What? If Chad's time in academia or being employed you know, in a university setting were, if that was like a person or a time that time frame, you'd be an adult learner. I would time. be an adult learner. I told you that. If I decided to go back to school, I'm coming to Pan and Amber for my for to help me out with this process. Sorry, I didn't mean to make you feel old. Yeah. But I know. Oh no, I know I'm old. I know I'm old. I got I got a kid graduating high school here this weekend. So well, congratulations yeah, so on that. Totally, totally old. Yeah, yeah and we, we we certainly do love working with our chat yeah. and with all the members here at Wichita State. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, it's fun, and just right. don't ever, I guess my message would be don't ever hesitate to not go back to school. Right. Yeah, ask um, questions. Yeah. Reach out. Yeah, yeah. And uh, honestly, there's not a better team than what's in this room right now. Exactly. That's right. I Right, not too very on horn or... But I've read the bag on Amber and Pam and, and how um, amazing they are to work with and how and I've seen them work with adult learners and it, and it's just awesome. And so yeah, you got help. You can't do college alone. Right. That's one thing I've I've told a lot of students is is you can't do it by yourself. So yeah. you take advantage of folks like us. Right. Because we want to. Yeah. Well, we totally want to yeah. want you to to ask us questions. We and, will help you be successful. Yeah, absolutely. We want to advocate for you. Right. 
Yeah. All right. I think that does it for today. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chad. That is, yeah. it's been Chad Dad. Yeah. Chad. It's been an honor to be here with you too. I've been listening to your podcast for a All while. Right. And it's so I was like, fun. oh my gosh, I can't wait to be a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it then. Thank you so much awesome. for coming yeah. in. Yeah. Thank you, ladies.